Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision-making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work, if you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Over on the phone is Stephen in Maryland. Stephen, appreciate you calling. What's going on, buddy? So I, this next week, I'm getting married. This will be my second marriage. The first one didn't work out, you know. Um, we figured. So I <laughs> just got married recently. Um, what should some things that I should be looking forward to being a married man? You already been married. <laughs> you were married world? before I was married. I'm you, I should ask you. He has more experience than we do. Yeah, you're an old pro at this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you're asking me. It's still confused. <laughs> it's still confused. What about your first wedding? Not marriage, wedding. What happened at your first wedding? Nothing really. Just walked down the aisle, danced, and that was it. Mm. Cool. This one is going to be bigger than the first one. I'm assuming it's her first marriage then. Yes, sir. Well, uh, how many people did you invite? So far, we're at sixty, and we're still going. I mean, what do I, I don't know what to expect? He's had one. I don't really know. I mean, here's what's going to happen: uh, people are going to look nice. <laughs> There's going to be music. There's going to be say, yeah, some, some music playing. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a specific individual that's tied to the Lord a little closer than the others, yes. and he's going to lead you through. You're going to say some words back. You're going to um, dance a little bit, Cake. and you yeah, and then a little wookie snooky, and then it's the next day. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, so 
I rented a car for that day. Mm-hmm. Is that too much? No, it, it's your day. And now that I've had a wedding, I can say this. It's your day. Do whatever you want. As long as it's not illegal or not hurting anybody, do whatever you want. You want to be Star Wars? Be Star Wars. You want to be a nudist colony? Fine. Wow, It doesn't crazy. matter. You want to tell people they can't wear jeans? Cool. Your party, your day. What kind of car did you rent? 2015 Corvette. Yeah. They're going to drive the off day? in it. This isn't yeah. about taste, so I'm going to go, yes, I like it. I'm not a big Corvette guy. Lunchbox is a big Corvette guy. Corvette is cool, man. I rented one from my high school reunion, but... My question is, if you're going to be drinking, I don't know if I'd drive the rental. Maybe it's the leave car, because we used our Bronco. You take pictures when you drive off. Oh. Somebody drives it, right? Somebody drives your Bronco? I mean, I don't, I, I don't drink, well, Bobby doesn't so I drink, guess so I he drives. Oh, that's yeah. true. Because <laughs> well, this guy sounds like he's a drinker. Steven, it sounds like you're, yeah, you're drinking now. I don't know. <laughs> Steven, thank you. First of all, congratulations. So pumped you're thank having you. another wedding. And... <laughs> For calling us and asking for our advice. I don't I don't have to tell him. He knows more about it than I do. Mm-hmm. It's like Tom Brady going, hey, before a football game, should I like tie my shoes extra <laughs> yeah. tight? I don't, I'm headed to the Super Bowl. What I don't are your know thoughts? what to do. Uh, Steven, appreciate you, buddy. Congratulations. All seriousness. Thank you, buddy. Y'all have a good one. All right, buddy. I like that guy. Okay. Well, Steven, but it's just a weird question, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if that's what today's going to be like, we're in trouble. <laughs> Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I just met with a surgeon and will be having my gallbladder removed. However, they have scheduled the surgery for the 13th of May, which is Friday the 13th. Do I try to reschedule (laughs) and risk pushing the date a month out, or do I forget about the superstition and just keep the scheduled date? Also curious, are you superstitious? Any thoughts? Advice? It's appreciated. Signed, Nervous in California. Eesh. I understand what you're saying. I would not let an irrational thought affect something that you know you rationally need to do soon, which yes. is the surgery. It's okay to have that irrational thought. Just don't let it control you by changing your surgery date. I am not superstitious. I am OCD about many things, where if I am not able to click one, click two, click three, click four, and then proceed, I feel like because I wasn't able to do that, the rest of the day is not going to go well. I must pet both my dogs in the same exact place in the morning before I leave the house in the exact same order or it will not be a good show. Now, that's not a superstition. That's a mental illness. Yeah. And it's a slight one. But superstition, I don't believe in, but I'll take part in occasionally, especially for good luck. I have the occasional good luck because that's not going to hurt me. But I'm not going to let something affect me in a bad way because of superstition. Have the surgery. It won't be the day's fault if the doctor messes up. The doctor messed up. He shouldn't have drank last night. <laughs> wow. No, I don't know that's that. True. That's the case. But there's a lot of things that happen on Friday 13th that are awesome. Planes land every day on Friday 13th. Yeah. Doctors have surgeries every Friday 13th. If it was a whole day of people just dying and getting cut up, and I'd be like, oh, not for you. You're fine. Yeah. Is it just the movie? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. if Or is there a real superstition That's a good out question. Because I've always thought it was just a movie. Right. And, and some hotels case, don't have 13th floors. Oh, that's true. Good point. And so maybe the number 13's always been unlucky because I think some of that's older than just the movie. Mm. What were you going to say, Amy? I was just going to offer her some hope that I have noticed that when I fly on Friday the 13th, over the many, many years, I always think, well, I shouldn't fly this day. Something's going to happen. But like you said, my plane always lands and I end up fine. So go ahead with the surgery. On Friday, October 13, 1307, officers of King Philip IV of France arrested hundreds of Knights Templar, a powerful religious and military establishment. 
that is one of the things. Back in 1307? So they cursed, yes. Another one, some believe this is unlucky because of those 13, Judas was the betrayer of Jesus Christ. So there are a lot of different oh. ways why. people have tied to the number 13. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So have the surgery. Judas won't be there. You know, good. Be fine. People have good stuff happen <laughs> yes. all the time. Um, here's another one. The unlucky nature of the number 13 originated with the Norse myth about 12 gods having a dinner party with Valhalla. The trickster god Loki arrived as the 13th guest and arranged for Hor to shoot Balder with a mistletoe-tipped arrow. There was a trickster god? I mean, so Loki, far. Loki was the guy to it in <laughs> wow. the Marvel stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. As you can see, there's a lot of things yes. you define in your surgery. Good luck. Hope you, It's going to be amazing. Send us a note You can have a gallbladder of a seven-year-old when you're done. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. All right. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Fun Fact Friday. The most fun facts of the week as curated by Amy. But first... A fun fact from Jackie in Jacksonville, North Carolina. The origin of the term Mad Hatter comes from the Civil War when they would use mercury in the fabrics that were used. And because the hats were worn on their heads, the mercury was able to sink in and people would say, you are mad as a hatter. That's where that term comes from. It's now used in Alice in Wonderland and all that good stuff. Just thought I would share from your local history teacher nerd. So mercury would get in your brain to turn you crazy? Weird. So you're a mad hatter. You're the mad hatter. Wow. That's pretty fun. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> interesting. Not that fun. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> All right, let's go. Number five. So Kellogg's has admitted that every color of Fruit Loops is the same flavor, and that flavor is called fruit. I'm surprised somebody's not suing. Oh, yeah. Uh, my Pop-Tarts don't have real straw. It's you a lied Pop-Tart. To me. Yeah. My Subway doesn't have real tuna. Well, there it, it was tuna. Yeah. <laughs> supposed to be. Yeah. So F-R-O-O-T is the flavor. And then Fruit Loop. Mm-hmm. But I can almost taste red when I eat red. No, you can't. On the Fruit Loop. Almost. Loops, I think about it. I think about it. <laughs> Number four. So Chuck E. Cheese has an official backstory. He oh, was, I know this. He was like an orphan. It's a very sad backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not fun, but go ahead. It is fun because the, <laughs> he, he fought his way to the top. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he was an orphaned mouse who didn't ever know his birthday so to make up for it he hosts parties for children he still doesn't know his birthday aren't all mice oh. kind of orphan mice i don't know i haven't been in their house another family <laughs> they probably dynamic. don't know their birthdays that's a sad story he Aww. still doesn't know but his also birthday fun because he, throws he parties. Fun parties yeah but people party that cover for other things you know that as well as i do <laughs> Poor Chucky. Justice for Chucky. All right. Number three. So if you had a billion dollars and spent $1,000 every day, it would take you about 2,740 years to spend it all. Well, if I had a billion dollars, I'd be spending more than 1,000 every day. Right. right. That makes me think of the We Crashed show the about WeWork. He he was, he went through like 1.6 Don't spoil it. Billion. Yeah, don't spoil it. No, Amy. Okay, he spent a lot. But don't spoil I mean, it. It's called We Crash, so I know, obviously. But, but I didn't he's not know. even rich where I'm I mean, at. Oh, I me spoil. either. I didn't even know if he made it. Oh. Right. All right. <laughs> Number two. Speaking of money, popcorn at a movie theater costs more per ounce than filet mignon. Oh, I thought you were going to say a drug. Because <laughs> ounces, ounce. right? Yeah. No, yeah. but I mean. That would be kilos, Bones. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you think, oh, when you go out to eat the steak, oh, per That's ounce crazy. is so expensive. We're into the grocery store. You're, I mean, I look at the ounce cost when I'm buying like a steak or a chicken. Like I try to compare. And like, but you don't ever think about it when you're paying for popcorn. Well, that's the only thing the movie theater makes money off of is the concessions or the video games. They make nothing off 
paying for a ticket. Nothing? That, really? No, I mean, very, very little. Small, small okay. percentage. That goes to the people that make the movie. Oh, interesting. Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. I, That's a fun Pretty fact. Pretty fun fact, yeah. <laughs> Number one. So the song Every Breath You Take by The Police is actually about someone so obsessed with a lost lover that they begin stalking them. And Sting has said that he's troubled by how many people believe that it's a love song. Yeah, it feels lovely to me. I'll be watching you because I love you. I feel like parentheses there because I love you. Wait. <laughs> Stalker, man. Yeah, it is. I still like it, though. But I think you can assign emotion, your own emotions. That happens with a lot of songs. Every, every stalker right now is like, like yeah, preach, uh, preach, totally. It's all okay. Brooks and Dunn, they say that one song's a love song. And Brooks and Dunn's like, it's not a love song. Oh, Neon Moon's Neon not a love Moon. song at all. Yeah. But people assign that as a love song. Yeah. That's like, I'm alone. In a bar. In a bar. And I spend every night under the neon moon, which is a sign. Yeah, it's a neon sign. Yeah, it's, it's sad. Yeah, there you go. That's number one. By the way, if you want to call and give us a fun fact, all you have to do is call our voicemail line. 877 877- 77 Bobby. We would love to hear your fun facts. All right, that's it. Fun fact Friday. Hey, it's Bobby Bones with the General Insurance. The General offers quality coverage at prices you can afford. Check out their affordable rates and flexible payment options and see how much you can save. Call 800 General or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Our old and what? Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're waving your hand at me. I was practicing a TikTok thing. We're in the middle of a segment. What no, the? I didn't. Not, no, it's a. It's a woman. Her life was saved because of it. Are you in pain right now? No, I just want to remember it, in case I'm ever. She kidnapped. was holding it up right in front of my face. <laughs> if I'm kidnapped, I wanted to know this. But why right then? Right when I, I was doing a tease. Because I, I won't remember, and then I'm going to get what? kidnapped. But it's literally you're putting it right in front of my face. I didn't mean to. You did. Sorry. All right. Huh. It was just weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because I stopped the whole thing, mm-hmm. and you would think maybe you wouldn't do that right when we're... I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. Let's just put this on the podcast oh, so people can see what happens here on the show sometimes. Well, they should know the hand signal then. But not it, when your partner's that, recording something. Yeah. That means you're telling Bobby, like, hey, I need something. Yes, when someone waves, it's like, hey, I'm trying to tell you something. I have to pee. I have to, like, is it, I didn't wave. I stuck my hand out. No, you waved. You waved. And if I'd have known the signal, I would have thought you were being kidnapped in the middle of a tea. I know. But people should know this. You put your four fingers. I mean, we've talked about it on the show before, but this happened again where this woman got kidnapped. And someone sa- was saved because she used the secret TikTok signal to alert a cashier about her kidnapping. Mm-hmm. She put four fingers up, tucked her thumb at the palm, and then closed her fingers over her thumb. But why do you have to hold it up high and close to me to practice it? Can't you just do it right <laughs> beside your hip? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Sorry for wanting to save my future life. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a nonverbal California teen was discovered by rescuers when they heard him clinking rocks together. He's 16 years old and he was out enjoying the outdoors with his family, but he got separated and was missing for hours. A whole operation took place, like people were searching for him. And then the mom said, yeah, I mean, he does like to play with rocks, but that's what he used to get people's attention and they eventually found him. So they had to get really quiet. They had to, like, really think about it. I mean, they had to go next level with the thinking part of finding yeah. him. Because I think instinctually you just put the dogs out, you get a group of people, and you go march and yell, hello. 
but that would have been really hard to be quiet mm. while you're searching for the. That's yeah. a great story. Good for him. Good for them. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Lexi Hayden. Lexi is our former intern. Are you tired of us saying that? Um, no, because it's it's a great part of my story that I love. Yeah, and it gives <laughs> us a reason to like bring you in. Like yeah. It's like I'm interested, right? Yeah. I think our listeners are interested. But you're also like a really good artist. And when you went on this show... We talked about it on the phone a little bit. It was called, or it was pitched to you as what? MTV Music Video Project. That's it, Music Video Project. Yes, and uh, according to the other cast members, they got different names too, like the TikTok Challenge or the TikTok Show. So everyone kind of got a different name. I think they just didn't know what to call it. So what (laughs) I hear is that you went on and you were crushing it, and then out of nowhere they kicked you off, and Ray says it's because your country and they didn't know what to do with you Uh, that's that's my thought and also the show gets very dance heavy after i leave so the third challenge that i left right before is um based off of choreography and dancing so it was more of like a huge relief for me than anything when i found out i didn't have to like be judged on my dance (laughs) well it makes sense and they kicked her off yeah no it it makes total sense like i'm (laughs) i don't even know what i would have done so i'm really glad that i did not have to do that (laughs) we have featured lexi on so many of the things that we've done uh she had a show uh, a song that was on the country top 30 it was a spotlight artist back on april 9th now the name of that song was what pretty damn close now have you heard i don't curse I never get to say the name of your song. Did I you know, know the, ki- the kids I nanny also don't say that word. Mm-hmm. So, so what, what do they say? They but call it pretty beep close. Pretty be- okay. <laughs> <laughs> would you mind, I know you have your guitar with us, would you play like verse and chorus of pretty bleep close? Here she is. Unfairly kicked off a competition show. Here is Lexi Hayden. That's what I want to be known by right there. I remember that summer Stealing all your shirts My bed was always made Cause I was sleeping in yours We were pretty damn close Every weekend we'd stay in Unless there was a home game Then we'd be in those bleeds Matching jerseys with your last name We were pretty damn close So when they ask me why it's over I just shake my head Cause it's crazy how it ended The way that it did Yet all that's up on paper Nice job. That's awesome. So that song, pretty bleep close as I like to call it. <laughs> Me and the kids. So you're you're still hustling. I think a lot of people don't realize just because you're getting your song played on the radio, you're also out having to make money for rent too. So you just said you nanny. Yes. How are you're playing shows and you're nannying? What's the balance there? You have to go from like a rock star to Taking care of kids? No, it, yeah, it really is like that. Well, I, I nanny a few days a week, plus I do dog sitting, uh, and then I play gigs like three to four times a week. <laughs> I'm pretty much always working. Um, there's, there is no balance, actually, right now, but I'm hoping that changes soon. <laughs> what do you remember about interning here? Um, I remember it looked very different in here. Uh, I remember all the interns. We've grown up a lot. 
I've grown up a lot, and I remember being starstruck by every single celebrity that that walked in here, because that was so new to me. Do you I was remember so any celebrity that came in, and you're like, "Wow, that's so cool." Uh, I think my favorite and most humble person that came in here was Eric Pasley. He was my favorite person. Have you been able to see him out at all? No. You know what? And I remember missing the You're day like, that I Sam Hunt. Kid. <laughs> no, I, it, it it is like that sometimes, but no. Um, you I, saw Sam Hunt and I know. I remember sleeping in the day Sam mm. Hunt came into the show, and I never forgot how I missed Sam Hunt being on here. You slept I, in and missed the show. Yeah, we we'll make a bit out of that. Uh, I don't know. Did you get punished? No, no, no. I was only I only had to be here three days a week, so you could like choose. You could come in all five days, or you could come in three days. And I was like, oh, I'm so tired. And then Sam Hunt showed up, and I was like, Lexi, <laughs> what kind of ship was I running back yeah, then? Know, man. You can choose when you come in. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you. Wow. Okay. Are you there sure was you, too many of us. You sure weren't you weren't working for Big D and Bubba or something? No. <laughs> Over no. across the hall. <laughs> uh, Lexi Hayden. Has a song called Tequila for Two. Is this a new song? Yeah, it just came out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Today? It came out um, Friday, April 8th. Okay, last Friday. Mm -hmm. Okay, I like how she did the whole date. I liked it. Very nice. April 8th. There you go. (laughs) So it's out now. Here is Lexi Hayden. This is a little bit of Tequila for Two. Yes. Same old song, killing time till I call. Crowded room, all alone, tracing your name in the salt. Chasing that high that I get when I used to kiss. The lime off your lips, every round, every sip gets me drowning in you. And this cold quiver blue Drunk again at a table for one Drinking tequila for two I'm drinking tequila, tequila for two mm-hmm. That's a good one too Yeah, good for you Did you write that one? Yeah That's good Yeah How, how often are you writing songs? Um, right now I feel like I'm taking a little bit of a break just, uh, with the TV show and with all the shows. Um, but typically when I'm in like a writing season, I'll probably write two to three days a week. Yeah. So if you're playing, sh- like, where do you play shows now? Like, <sighs> how do you play shows? Are you, uh, are you doing like writer's rounds? Are you getting paid to play at all? I'm typically just doing paid to play stuff at this point. I'll play the listening room, um, a lot cause they do pay. Um, and I love that venue. I play the Nashville palace, um, almost every Wednesday and then I'll play at Costa Rosa, Marina Lambert's bar, mm-hmm. a lot of weekends or Luke Bryan's just to make money. And it's great, um, practice for performing. Like what can you make a night? <sighs> really get into the weeds here. $400. You can do 400 wow. bucks a night. Broadway. So I am doing two shows here in town on the 17th and 18th of June. And you say you make 400 bucks a night. What if I take you off Broadway and I give you 500 bucks a night and you come and open my theater shows on the 17th and 18th? Are you serious? Yeah. And I'll pay you more than you normally make. <laughs> yes. You don't have to be at a bar. 100%. Okay. This is better than making a pop star. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be two shows. Two shows. And for each show, I'll pay you $500. Oh, that's amazing. My credit card bill is like, okay, you can pay me off. <laughs> June 17th and 18th. I have, we haven't announced the shows yet. I haven't announced them, but this is kind of a semi-formal announcement. Um, are you committing to me right now? I'm June? committing to you right now because I get back from the beach on the 14th, so I got you. Okay, June 17th and 18th. 
you will be opening my comedy shows here in Nashville. <laughs> oh my gosh, where? Where are we performing? Well, listen, we don't need to get into all the details now. I was just, when I was asking about how much you were making, I was not doing that because I'm just generally like, I wonder how. I was like, let me, whatever she's making, I'm going to pay her more. No, that was like the, the high end I gave oh, you. Oh, well, now she tells me that. Yeah. Right. See, that's how to negotiate right there. Yes. That's it. Okay, so I'm going to count you in. Yes, you can. You got me. Those dates do don't sleep in on okay. those days. No, come on. I was like so young then. Also, we had to be here very early. That and is, well, also, she did have a choice. I, I did have a choice. Yeah. I mean, anything for Lexi. You want to say anything to her? I'm just super proud of her. I'm excited. She does. It's like it's a, we witnessed her work so hard and it, she's out here living the Nashville dream and yeah. showing others that it is it possible takes... and you grind and you work hard so you deserve it thank you yeah. Lexi thank you. thank you and we will see you soon alright and she's oh, and, she's oh. great with uh, dogs and cats and, if and you here's ever... her number to call her if no, you no. Want to <laughs> have you ever fed our fish no I loved that segment though because I was like nope I haven't fed the fish yeah, so hey this, don't we, we no, need no, no please yeah, feed it alright there she is Lexi <laughs> Hayden everybody thank you Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's a voicemail we got late last night. I just wanted to know if anyone on the show has been watching Beyond the Edge with Lauren Elena and Craig Morgan. They are doing amazing, and I think it's just awesome that the fact that they're working for charity, just to watch their stories and their history. So just wanted to check in and see if anybody had been watching that show. Thanks, guys. I've seen a couple clips, but I haven't watched the show. It's kind of like a celebrity survivor, but they don't have to survive and win. They just have to survive. But they're not going to die. That seems like a show you'd watch, Lunchbox. I watched about 15 minutes of it. Oh. It's oh. terrible. Oh, it is. Oh. It's a terrible... No. Well, it's not a slam on them. It's Lord not a slam on them, guys. It's okay. just so corny and cheesy, and the host guy tries to make it all dramatic, like... They could just write a big check from their wallet, but no, they choose to survive. <laughs> well, and I'm what like, if they did both? He'd be uh, like, I'm like they, they could write a big check, but they're not. They're going to... Uh, buddy, can I? Uh, can you can you do that answer, man? He just wrote a big check. Yeah, yeah they're like they want to test their bodies to the limits. And I watched like 15 minutes. I was like, this is garbage. Like, oh I, wow. Like I understand. Like great for you know Lauren Elena and I, I just you forgot was, who else he said. Craig, I think Craig, Morgan. Craig Morgan. Yeah, I, thought, I saw him bail out. Now that yeah. dude can survive though. Yeah, yeah, he's already. Yeah, he's he like kill all of them. That's for what I'm sure. saying. If it was a survive till the death, and you have to. <laughs> Kill every, he would win. But my sure. wife and I are into those type of shows. We watch 15 minutes and we're like, this is trash. And we turn wow. it off. Wow. I mean, he's hard. I'm just telling you, right. it's not good. All right. There you go. I'm not really understanding. Is it good? No, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's awful. awful. Okay, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Okay. All right. Here is uh, Mike in Pennsylvania. Gosh. I have a morning corny for Amy. Why does Mr. Potato Head carry a cell phone in case Mr. Onion rings? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. Here's Amy's pile of stories. I saw an article about gift cards, and it says they rarely get used in the first six months. And after that, they might even go missing, and people don't even end up using them. I would think most gift cards, when a business sells them, they're like, yes. We just made some free money. Yeah, companies say every year millions and millions of dollars yeah. worth of gift cards go completely unused. I am uh, bad about that sometimes and not using stuff. Gift cards that I've been I've gotten, for example, for my birthday this year. What about the oh. Uber Eats one you well, got? Yeah, what a random yeah. example yeah. you I haven't. There. I haven't. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know where it is right now. I oh, told you when I gave hurts. it to you, give me your phone and I'll put the code in right away. I'm falling for that. That's how people get their Venmo. I'm your friend. Yeah, are you? <laughs> This I'll look today, though. I'll look and see if I can Please. find it today. This article also shared a tip that if you've got a gift card that you know you're not going to use, consider selling it in an online market for that. gift cards. No, you will not. No, no, I, I'll do that. You can get full I'll, value of the card and you get bucks. straight cash. I'll sell for 20 bucks. Okay, guys. Right. That's how Next much story, that please. meant to you. 
<laughs> Speaking of money, a study shows that Bitcoin fans are psychopaths who don't care about anyone. So around the Whoa. room, are you into Bitcoin? <laughs> Sounds I'm like not, a lot. I'm I love not it. into it. I have a little bit of it, but I'm not into it. I don't watch it or anything. I just kind of when it's I have a little app about five bucks here, five bucks there. Mm. But yeah, no, I, no. Ray would be the most into it, but. No, I just use it for sports gambling, but I don't have any Bitcoin yeah, now. So we're no psychopaths here? No, oh. we're good. All clear. <laughs> uh, we all have passed the the name test for people that are rude online, though. Like, they came out with a list of people that leave w- bad reviews. And Based on their name? Yeah, apparently. Or like their screen name. Yeah, apparently David, for men, they leave the most horrible reviews. <laughs> and then Sarah, for women. Wow. Yeah, those are pretty—you uh, know what? That's just, like, generic dude yeah. who's upset at his generic <laughs> life. <laughs> David? Yeah. <laughs> So David and Sarah, okay. And then Dolly Parton says that she starts her morning routine at 3 a.m. And that's when she does some of her best work. It doesn't matter if she got a full night's sleep or she went to bed super late. Her body knows 3 a.m., time to get up. And that's when she gets moving. I wish I had whatever that gene is. Because I don't think that waking up at 3 a.m. voluntarily is just a choice. Oh, she said it's a family trait. Yeah, I think it, it is a choice. But it's also something you probably physically feel pretty good about too. If yeah. I did that, I would, you'd hate me. Well, what time of day do you do your best work? Hers no, is 3 a.m. I don't. <laughs> Not a lot of good work it's coming from yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, I work all the time, but ain't a lot of quality, you know? Um, my favorite time is probably like at 7 p.m. That's when I feel the freest. So the opposite of right now. Okay. Wow. In every way. <laughs> like, they should have never put us on in the morning. Is that it, Amy? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Nine-year-old Ben Miller loves the dogs. Loves dogs. Always loved dogs. So for the past few years, he's had a lemonade stand where he sells lemonade and he gives all the profits to the dog, the Humane Association. Well, this year he set up his stand and he sold lemonade, sold some dog treats. He made twelve hundred bucks. Wow! And he walked down to the Humane Association, had it in a bag, said, "Here you go for the pups." He just gave him that money. That's a wow. lot of money Amazing. for a nine-year-old. That's a lot of money, and then it's a lot, lot, lot of money for a kid. Yeah. <laughs> he gave it all away. That's awesome. What's his name again? His name is Ben Miller from Boise, Idaho. Shout out, Ben. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Tractor Supply knows life out here is better with pets. They carry the name brand food, treats, and toys that you trust. Plus, offer unbeatable pet services like the ability to talk to a vet 24-7 in the app. Visit Tractor Supply with your pet today. Let's go over to Kendra in Arkansas, who is on the phone right now. Kendra, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing pretty good. What can we do for you? I just scared my baby because I was so excited. <laughs> um, I just wanted to call and tell you just how excited we are to see you at Razorback Stadium. And I'm so glad it's not an April Fool's joke. <laughs> Next Friday night, we are getting so close to it. Eddie and I will be opening for Garth Brooks. Wow. That's right. So cool. So it hasn't really set in yet. It just says like, wow. And also, does anyone care about the opening act? Yeah, that's yes. a good question. Gen- you sure? General. Regardless, we're going to go out. And, and also, has Garth ever had a comedy band open for him? Right. I never. And is the audience going to be confused? Probably yes. But we're going to be there. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. My favorite place on earth. Yeah, it's your people. It's Arkansas. It makes sense. But it's 80,000 people, so not all of them will be my people. Right. There'll yeah. be some people who are like, I don't what, what's happening here? Well, They're there to see Garth. Those are the ones that don't care about the opening act. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kendra. We are super excited. 
Wait, next Saturday night, not next Friday night. Okay, good. Yeah, next, oh, yeah. You freaked yeah. me out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Next Saturday night. Uh, Kendra, will you be there? I will be there, and we are your people, and we are Thank so you. excited that you represent Arkansas. You make us proud. We are your people. We're excited for you, just as excited as we are for Garth, and I'm not even lying about that. A little wow. bit you are, but thank wow. you. <laughs> wow. Hey, well, have a, have a great weekend, Kendra, and hopefully we'll see you next weekend, okay? Thank you so much. All right, bye-bye. That's super sweet, but let's be honest. She wasn't as excited for us as Garth. <laughs> I wouldn't be. Uh, let's go over and do the morning corny with Amy. The morning corny. What's the difference between in-laws and outlaws? I don't know what. Outlaws are wanted. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <Pretty funny. laughs> that was the morning corny. Uh, disclaimer, I don't agree with that in any way. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Just in case. Well, I have big news. And... Nobody on the show but me knows about this news, but somebody on the show is going to learn about this news very soon. I'm being very vague, but I have been approached by someone, and they want to talk to one of you about having a role in a movie. (laughs) 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 Well, I mean, Lunchbox is the only one taking acting classes. Well, hold on. I'm not, and I'm going, I swear to you, this is for real. I had nothing to do with it. I got a message. Oh, it is from one of the major streaming services. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. They are doing a movie, and they have asked about one of you in particular for a role in the movie. And it's not a, it's not some role that's all through it, but it's 12, 13 lines, so significant. Okay. Like, when is shooting? <laughs> I mean, production. Production. No, no, no. When are we shooting? Like, I need to know, like, what my schedule is. Yeah. I need to look at my calendar. Is it animated? It is not. It's not a voiceover role. It's a literal oh, acting job. Oh, wow, an acting job. Is it about Hispanics? The movie? I don't want to say anything else right now oh, because my goodness. at some point I've got to have the conversation with one of you. Oh, wow. Are you going to have it on air? I don't know. And this is the sensitive part I mean, of it. Do it on air. Hold on, hold on, hold air, on. Air, air, air. <laughs> well, you guys are all going to, I don't know why you're so excited. I mean, it's my dream coming true. It's awesome. <laughs> it lit- Okay, it could be anybody. No, can't. It really could. It really can't. I'm going to say this. It really can be anybody. Can. Can't. And they can. <laughs> oh. They can. I don't know that they knew that Lunchbox is trying to be an actor. I don't think that's why they hit me up. Okay. I was hit up by them, and then our bosses got into the mix and said, we think this will be great. And then they checked with me to make sure that I was okay with somebody leaving to go and shoot. Okay, we got to go to location. Uh, and I, and I was Hollywood? Like, I said, absolutely. I oh, want you guys to have wife. every opportunity you can possibly have. How many days are we going? Four, maybe. Okay. Four days. I'll talk to my wife. Text her right now. Hey, do you mind if I'm gone for four days while I shoot a movie? <laughs> I mean, this could be his big break. Somebody's going to get a big break. And this is not a joke. I swear to you, this is absolute truth. And unless their scenes get cut from the movie, which happens, I've had scenes get cut from movies that I was in, not fully, but parts of what I've done, they're going to be in a movie on a major streamer. Oh, man. So, it literally could be, it, it, I'm going to eliminate, uh, I'm going to eliminate one person right uh-oh, now. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's not Scuba Steve. Okay. Do you know who it is, Scuba? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay, okay, so Scuba knows now, too. They went through the process of yeah. making sure this person could leave. Well, and that hurts, right, too, because yeah. Scuba wants to be an actor, too, like, so bad. No, not, not really, not anymore. Oh. I'm more behind the scenes kind of guy. Man, this is he gave up on that. I don't know. <laughs> my, like wife, my wife responded, what? <laughs> she already responded? Yeah. <laughs> so I, everyone should be excited. 
<laughs> because well, I, could I, be, nervous. I could be talking to you and you may not even know yet. And I've asked to for them not to hit you up just yet. How long until we find out? Like, this has got to, I mean, I need to make plans. I got to figure out hey, arrangements. Mike D, come here for a second. I need... Just leave the music up. I need to ask Mike D a question. Oh, my gosh. Because this is serious. This is, for our listeners out there, somebody on the show is going to move it up. Right, I'm going to turn my mic off, so just keep the music up. Yeah, I've, always, I've always wanted to be an actor. Shut up, Eddie. Don't jump on my coattails okay. now. I'm going to eliminate Mike D. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you guys are talking about? No, I need to ask him a question. What did you ask him? Don't worry. I'm not telling you that. There Mike, are... what did he ask you? So who's left? This guy's Morgan. Morgan's an actress. No, oh, yeah. I think it's Amy. But they're looking for a specific type of person exactly. for this role. Exactly. Oh. Acting chops don't matter. Mexican I'm telling dad. you. Mexican dad. I knew it. They think that you guys are all performers and acting chops don't matter. Oh, this is great. So. Oh, I can't wait. I, I, I got to tell my acting class. I, hey, <laughs> hey, what are the lines? Can you, can you say what the lines are? Um, are, are they like. Mijo, don't do that. <laughs> Mijo, don't do that. No, you can't be uh, Hispanic. I can't. No, no, no. No, no, no. So can't here's what that. we'll do. Next week, I will eliminate one person a day. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. This is too long. What? Uh, so, and then on. So if we eliminate one on Monday, there's four left. Two, walked it together. Two on Tuesday, there's three left. But then when is the thing? The yeah, shoot. It's, it's a couple months away. <laughs> so we'll find oh, out oh. next Friday. If that's what your math tells you. I don't know. I can't do it. I, I, I'm too busy freaking out that I'm going to be in a movie. But I swear to you, this is not a joke. This is not a bit. Wow, it's a wow, bit, wow, but it's wow. not built for a bit. Somebody on this show is going to be offered an acting job. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> and I, th- you want them, I think the pay is like 1000 bucks a day. That, that's $4,000. So it's like minimal. It's like SAG minim- minimum. But SAG, we're not SAG. Well, oh, not, yeah. We need to get can, SAG quick. I already applied. Which is, okay. It's like a union thing. Are okay. you SAG? Yeah. Oh, Bobby's been sad. I have Is to it be you? for work. No, no, no. I don't <laughs> want to act. Bobby this whole thing up. You don't want to act? I've done some acting. It's not for me. Oh, it sounds like so I'm pretty good fun. at it, but I don't like it. Uh, I feel nervous doing it. Well, I had to do a scene, oh, and I did a bunch on that show Nashville. Yeah. And I went back the final time, and I had real acting to do, not just being myself. I was like, act, and I was opposite those other people that are trained actors, and I was so nervous. And they were like, what are you feeling? I was like, oh, no, no. And like live. And they'd be like, cut. All right, Bobby, do, do this again. And I'm like, oh, I let everybody down. Oh, no. I just felt like such a turd. Um, okay. Oh, man. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Sounds like it's going to be fun. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for me. <laughs> Monday, we'll eliminate the first person. Okay? Oh, this is nuts. That's the deal. Thank you. Like, I can't even. One question. Go. You can ask one question. Lunchbox, on. you get one question. Oh, me. Yeah. Um, so... I, I can't. I, I don't even know. How did they reach out? Like yeah, it was literally they, an email, like an email, and you didn't think it was spam. Do you mean, no, um, from I a did, producer, director. I did. I did. Yeah, that's well, what I mean. I'll, I'll read you a bit of it. Hold on. Yeah, just to prove that this is in no way a joke. And he I, said, I was hey, so is Lunchbox excited. available? Here we go. Here we go. Oh my gosh. Okay, there is a movie project. Yes. Yeah. Can't say that that's specific. This person would need to go to Los Angeles. For travel, shooting days, it would start at 8 a.m. L.A. time on the day. So the person, if we had to, could still do a little bit of the morning show, but they can't do a lot. They can't work. And that's why they came to me. Oh, my gosh. Um, they talk about the lines. May. It's in May. 
Oh, that's that's project a few... is being produced by ES. Uh, I'm not gonna say all that. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. What did you just say right whoa. there? And, and what? Oh. ESPN. Espanol? No, it's not ESPN. Espanol. No, 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 no. Oh. Espanol. And is then it it's sports? on a major streaming service, and there is a major actress. In it, they lost the major actress. Julia Roberts. Uh, so that means that we don't need a woman because we already have an actress. It's Julia Roberts, dude. Okay, let's go. Uh, no, Jennifer Lawrence, dude. This Gwyneth is, Paltrow. Before we move ahead to finalize it, I want to make sure that you are aware and good with it. Talking to me, dude. May I need to know the line? I mean, I've got to start practicing. They think it's a fun, positive thing. Positive. That's me. Let me no. know if you want to hop on a call. That's what they said. And I said, I didn't even need to hop on a call. I said, absolutely, a, a, a 100%. No call. No call. Let's go. I don't want to hold anybody back for an opportunity. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, that's wow. where we are. <laughs> oh, my God. This is amazing. I know. I'm. Amy, you haven't said anything. Because I'm nervous. Because you think and it's you. I, no, I, I don't. I think everybody thinks it's them. No. I think even Ray thinks it's him. Yeah. Yeah. It looks okay. like I'm moving to Hollywood quicker than I thought, guys. I said five years. <laughs> okay. It looks like it's happening. We're good. We're going to play the, the song. The ball is rolling. But that's on Monday, we'll eliminate somebody, okay? Oh, I'm going to be hurt if it's not me. It's Chris Stapleton's birthday today. He is 44 years old. His beard, I guess, keeps him ageless to me. Yeah. Because I don't know how old I thought he was. I don't really even know what he looks like under that beard. <laughs> it is a big beard, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Stapleton, I uh, love him as a person. I'm lucky enough to know him a little bit. Born in Lexington, Kentucky. Grew up in Staffordsville, Kentucky. Even though it was not a number one song, Tennessee Whiskey has now sold more than 10 million copies. One of the best-selling country singles of all time. Wasn't even a single. Here are some of the songs you may not have realized that Chris Stapleton wrote as a songwriter before he became Chris Stapleton. He wrote Crash and Burn by Thomas Rhett. In 2010... Comeback song by Darius Rucker. Cause I didn't know I needed you so. And number one from Tim McGraw in 2007, Whiskey and You. One's a devil, and one keeps driving me insane. In 2014, Drink a Beer by Luke Bryan. So I'm gonna sit right here on the edge of this pier. Watch the sunset disappear. In 2005, Your Man by Josh Turner. Just to be your man. He performed this back on our show in 2013. It has over 16 million views on YouTube. I mean, we got lucky enough to know Chris before he blew up. I think Early. Why, I think that's why he trusts us, honestly, and why he does stuff with us. Because we were like, you're awesome, before everybody said he was awesome. Cool. When it comes to me sleeping... That is A-plus, most important, super value there. And with all the struggles I've had over the years of sleeping, the one thing that has helped me so much and just given me the base to actually improve is my sleep number bed. Because if you're not sleeping right, nothing else is going to go right. I'll tell you the truth. Sleep and water, those are the two that I'm constantly like, you got to get enough. And I know it it feels like it's so basic, but if you don't have the basic things right, you're not going to do the rest right either. So it's about getting great sleep. It's about living a healthy life. It's about that affecting your attitude, about that affecting how hard, how much work you can put into whatever you're doing. 
you know, your bed makes a lot of difference. And that's why I talk about sleep number. If you don't have the basic things right, you're not going to do the rest right either. My sleep score IQ is 70. My sleep number setting is 30. I love the bed. You should choose proven quality sleep from sleep number because every day starts with the night before. And now save a thousand bucks on sleep number's most popular smart bed, the i8 360 smart bed only for a limited time at sleep number stores or sleepnumber.com slash bones. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks With zero qualifications She had a Harvard plaque 
tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Down in Oxford, Mississippi, there was a big old house fire. And 10-year-old Bailey Doyle saw a lot of smoke. Was like, I don't think this is right. So he's 10, he runs up, he wakes his parents. He then goes to his grandparents and helps get them out of the house. He says he learned from firefighters when they had visited the school what to do in case there's a house fire. So now they're recognizing him as a hero because, again, he was the one that woke up and saw the smoke and got everybody up. So, you know, he's getting awards and people are saying, hey, nice job, Bailey Doyle. But I guess I wonder, Amy, if there was a fire at your house, your daughter's a little older, about to be 15. Yeah. Do they know what to do? Uh, Yes. I mean, well, we've dealt with uh, tornado type situations where we've had to all gather together and hunker down. I do worry about her, though, because even in that, she's like, what are we doing? This is stupid. I'm going back to sleep. And I'm like, no, this is an emergency situation. So with her, I worry that she'll be like, eh. I'll figure it out. I'm going back to sleep. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, my son more so would be like, we need to get out of the house right now. Where do we go? I need a bunker. He wants a bunker for everything. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, me too. Y'all are the same. I'm learning more and more. Y'all are very similar. I want a bunker. I need a safe safe room in my house. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, do your kids know what to do? Look, I say this all out of love. I would say out of the four kids, one would probably do the right thing. He knows exactly what to do. The other three, they're just lucky they have him around. Would anyone's kids just sleep through? I would sleep through it as an adult. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my daughter. I mean, three of my kids would. would you guys sleep through it? Probably. (laughs) All right, Bailey, great job. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You can hear us on Bay Country 94.5 in San Jose and in the South Bay and on 92.1 in the East Bay. So appreciate everybody listening. We're new. I hope you like us. You probably won't at first, but I think we'll grow on you like a fungus, like a family fungus. So if you're in San Jose, San Francisco, all that area, we appreciate you being here today. Today's the first day we're on the air there. All right, dance party coming up next. The Ram 1500 exceeds all expectations and redefines what a truck can do with optional features like a 12-inch touchscreen, digital rearview mirror, multifunctional tailgate, and a panoramic sunroof. So if you're thinking about switching trucks, now's the time. Learn more at Ram.com. Here's a voicemail from Jesus in Austin, Texas. So I tuned into Building Roots. I was blown away to find out that Amy's sister was married to a guy named Ben. Because I've been a long-time listener, I know that Amy's husband, Ben, used to want to date her sister, but her sister did not want to date him, yet she ends up marrying a guy named Ben. The Ben that she turned down ends up with Amy. What in the world? This guy went full beautiful mind. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, he's the meme where it's putting all the... Th- yeah. Yeah, and fun fact, Ben and Ben are have been best friends since they were kids. You're, you're Ben. Her Ben. You're both ben. married to a guy named Ben, first of all. Let's go there. Crazy. Right. Second of all, you're Ben... Okay, here's what happened. When they were 
13 years old, my sister was new to the youth group, and Ben and Ben flipped a coin of who was going to get to try to get her to be their girlfriend. My Ben won the coin toss. Well, he had two weeks to make it happen. She had no idea he was like trying to even flirt with her. So that did not happen. Two weeks was up. The other Ben swooped in, and now they're married. Four kids. He swooped at 13 and is still swooping? Wow. Yeah, they broke up during college, but then they got back together after college. So went out some of junior high, some of high school, broke up, got married. But Ben and Ben, crazy. Both married to Ben. That being said, they have a show, Your Sister and Her Husband, on HGTV. It's on Sunday night. It just started. She never wanted to be a TV show personality, and Lunchbox is so jealous of her. And then Lunchbox came on and kind of ripped apart the show. But you have a formal response to Lunchbox. Yeah, she said she sent it to me. It's written. I'll just read exactly okay. what she sent. Here we go. Here is Christy Dozier, Amy's mm-hmm. sister's response. Yeah. So we would like to publicly thank Lunchbox for taking the time out of his busy schedule to first watch <laughs> the show and then give his professional, candid opinion regarding our strengths and weaknesses as newcomers. Uh, though his favorite shows tend to fall in a different category and include birth stories of pregnant teenagers, oh. we are oh. making, <laughs> we are making note of his every word and hope to improve our score of C plus to at least a solid B minus over the course of the season. Talented, debatable, but we tried our best. Fake for TV only design office? Nope, we really design out of a barn. Stiff on camera? Totally agree. Huge amateurs and never know where to look, how to stand, or what to do with our hands. Not that funny. Again, agree. Appreciate the pointers, Lunchbox. Keep them coming. Christy and Ben Dozier. See? Perfect. They agree with me. They, that, that means my review was spot on. They agree with my review. Everybody tell me, oh, you're so rude. They even agree with my review. Well, then we're all happy. Well. Good. There you go. Well, how'd you feel about you liking teen girls having babies? <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I like it. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, it's a good show. I mean... Can't argue with that. I watched that and love it. So tell me this. If Building Roots were to have an episode with a pregnant teen girl in one of the houses that they're renovating, you'd be in? I'd be in. Okay. Weird. That's very strange. (laughs) Time for easy trivia. Ready, everybody. Ready. Ready. Don't miss it. These are all easy questions. Amy, what's the name of the annoying neighbor in Family Matters? Oh, Steve Urkel. Correct. Lunchbox. Yabba dabba doo is a catchphrase from what cartoon? The Flintstones. Correct. Eddie, what decade did Friends premiere on NBC? The 90s. That's correct. Hannah Montana was on what cable network, Morgan? Disney Channel. That is correct. This is easy trivia. Eddie's wearing the tiara because he is the champion. Four times, I think. I think three. But, Amy, if you win, you're the first ever non-Eddie champion. Yes. Eddie has four wins. I'm the Tom Brady of Amy has four wins, yeah. Yeah. You're the Tom Brady of nothing, nothing. Nothing. Of easy trivia. But if Amy wins, she's the new champ. Here we go. Don't miss it. You miss it. Now you're out. What president ended slavery? Abraham Lincoln. Correct. What explorer is given credit for discovering North America in 1492? Christopher Columbus. Correct. Eddie, how many stripes are there on the flag? There are 13 stripes. Correct. Morgan, what date do we celebrate Independence Day? July 4th. Correct. Nice job, everybody. Moving on. We'll go to round three. How many points is a goal worth in soccer? Amy? One. Correct. Lunchbox. (laughs) 
What is a perfect score in the game of bowling? I will get there one day. 300. Eddie, what league awards the Lombardi Trophy every year? That's the NFL. Correct. Oh. And your final sports question, Morgan, over to you. Oh, boy. What sport, easy trivia, is Michael Phelps known for? Swimming. Correct. All right. (laughs) Man, that Lombardi, I was... I was in NASCAR. Sounds like a comedy. Okay, guys. This is all geography. The next oh, round. Yeah. Love it. Oh. Still easy trivia. Oh. Awesome. Amy, what's the largest city in California? Uh, I guess. I'm guessing Los Angeles. Is that your answer? Yes. That is correct. Now, remember, if you miss it, you're going to hear a sound effect that you don't want to hear. You've been boned. Don't get boned. You really got to do that before my question? Lunchbox, what's the largest continent? (laughs) Oh, man. There's only two that are big, right? What are they in your mind? Uh, Asia and Europe. Mm. Goodness, give me Asia. Correct. Oh! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo! Eddie. Woo! Come on. What's the largest state in America by area size? Talk it out if you need to. Texas is, everything's big in Texas. California, they say, is really large by size. The largest state in America by area. And Alaska's pretty big, but we always forget about Alaska because so far it's not one of the main 48 states in Central America. I don't forget about Alaska. For all our Alaska listeners, I just want to shout out to you and say you are valuable as well. Yeah, I don't forget about them. Well, I didn't forget about them either. My husband used to live in Alaska. It's a great place. Damn, it's either California or Texas. Man, I used to live in Texas, and it would take forever to get from one side to the other. That's just the shape. You know what? I think I've got, I mean, something's telling me Alaska. And I think now that you're you're saying, hey, let's not forget about Alaska, definitely don't forget about Alaska because they are the largest state in area landmass. Give me Alaska. Do you not agree, Lunchbox? No, he's right. But, Amy, you shouldn't have said that's because of the shape. You gave him, you, you, you're trying to. Oh, show. I didn't well, hear and, her. And why it's confusing is. Because on the map, it's put up in its own square. Yes. You can't compare it. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. It is Alaska. Let's go. Amy, Let's I, think, go. I think you gave it I to did? him. Yeah. I think so. Did Honestly, give it to him? Amy, I didn't even but hear you talking. Yeah, oh, you didn't? No, I get in the okay. zone. Oh, stop it. Man. Morgan, <laughs> okay. what's the absolute smallest state in the United States by area? Oh, man. It is one of those up in the northeast. East, I believe there's Delaware, there's Rhode Island. Those are both really small. I mean, like so small. Rhode Island's a little bit bigger. I think it's Delaware. Is there another one up there? There's Vermont, but Vermont's pretty big. Smallest state in America by area. (laughs) I don't know. Rhode Island. Correct. Yes! Wow! Good job. I thought she was going to miss it because she went. Me too. <gasps> she was yelling, Delaware. Okay. Well, you're all still in. The next category, numerals. 
Numbers? Oh, no, no, no. It gets a little harder. No, it gets no, a little no, harder. Like no, no. Roman numerals? Amy, oh, a prime number oh. is divisible by itself and what other number? <laughs> this is crazy. <gasps> what? What? It's divisible by itself? Mm-hmm. It's either like zero or one, I think. Well, but I mean, zero makes everything zero. So, but divisible by one. I don't even. <laughs> I hate math. A, a prime number is it's divisible what? by itself. And what other number? One. Correct. Unbelievable. Like five would be a prime number because you can divide it five divided by five, or you can five divided by one. Other <sighs> than that, you can't. I still don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. Holding uh, my breath on that lunchbox. one. Lunchbox. In math. Yeah. Ugh. Been there. A negative times a negative equals. A positive. Is that your answer? That's an answer. And I didn't correct. finish the question. Wow, I would finish. I didn't finish the question. So. <laughs> oh, oh, this is crazy. I did. Yeah, I did. And I, I didn't finish the question. And you jumped in and you answered. <laughs> Look okay. at his eyes. That's fine. A negative times a negative is a positive. But that's I didn't the, finish the that's question. That's the only answer it can be. A neg- what if I said a negative times a negative times a positive? Well, then that gets way too complicated, and, and that's not easy trivia. <laughs> a negative times a negative is a positive. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. Just be careful. Don't jump on our questions. Wow, 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 wow. I didn't want to overthink it. Eddie. I'm out. How many sides does a quadrilateral have? What? <laughs> a quadrilateral. <laughs> oh, you guys think it's so funny. I don't know what that is. I, I mean, a know. quad is four. How many sides does a quadrilateral have? What is a quadrilateral? <laughs> is that is that a shape? You How many sides but, is but a quadrilateral? You, you can't ask questions about the questions. <laughs> How many? And don't get angry that you can't ask questions. About I'm not mad. I'm How not many mad. sides does a quadrilateral have? Quadrilateral. I don't know what a quadrilateral is. Quadrilateral. Maybe it's fourteen. Quadrilateral. I mean, I'm gonna go with fourteen. Because quad is four, and I don't—I know it's not a square. Fourteen. It's, it's four, <laughs> dummy. Quad. The what answer is was lateral there. ten? In simple that, score. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh my goodness. What it? You, you deserve it. You what, had it. What is a quadrilateral? It's got four sides. It's shaped with four sides. So it's a square. A, sh- a square. I've been tricked. Be- I've been tricked. <laughs> this is so dumb. Uh, Morgan, how many degrees in a circle? Oh, um, I do, mm, I'm thinking about it before quickly answering, but I do believe it's 360 because that's all the way around. 360. Correct. Eddie, I looked up the exact definition for you because you're a little... You've already called me dumb, but go ahead. It's a shape that has four straight sides. So a square. Thank that's you, guys. A, but I told you Thank that's you also a... Qu- not all square, all squares are quadrilaterals, but all quadrilaterals aren't squares. I've never heard of the term quadrilateral. But the word quad is in it. Because right. fourteen. <laughs> you so disappointed? You're out though. This game. I'm done. All right, three people remain. If Amy wins, she's the champion. Lunchbox, Morgan number two. Let's hey, go. Hey, lunchbox is creeping up in the standings too. Well, I just need to win this one, then I'll be really creeping. Amy. Yes. Stratus, cirrus, cumulus, and nimbus are what? Clouds. Correct. Oh, man. Lunchbox, what number president is Joe Biden? Mm. 
Why are you kissing the mic? Yeah. Uh, 40... <laughs> Need an answer? 45. You've been booed. Oh, oh, no. Wait, wait, Amy. Hold on. 46. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because Trump, oh, Trump, 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 Trump I, I, Okay, he, I called. Yeah. I was thinking he was gonna say he's gonna be the 45th when he reruns. Oh, no. oh, my, oh God. my God! Come on, Morgan. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Morgan, it's all on you. Dang it! Oh. Morgan, it's on you. Dang it! Hopefully. I'm so mad at myself. I what do you call that. animals that are active at night but sleep during the day? Nocturnal. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like a bat. Yes. Nice job and quick. What a girl. Wow. Uh, Amy. Yes. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Is the opening line to which historic document? Let's go. We hold these truths to be self-evident. What? We hold these truths to be self-evident as the opening line to which historic American document? We the people is that the preamble, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence. I need an answer. You're saying a lot of things. I know. So I need an answer. I, I, it's a toss up for me right now. So, uh, Declaration of Independence. Correct. <laughs> what? Yes. I'm talking about Morgan. We the what? people. Oh boy. Are the first three words in which historic American document? We the people. If you miss this, Amy's the champ, but she takes the TR live on the air. And Eddie's giving me eyes. Right I didn't now. look at you. <laughs> we the people are the first three wor- words of which American historic document? We the people. The Constitution. Correct. <laughs> yes! Let's go! Wow. Amy. Oh, Morgan, you got this. How many weeks is a fortnight? <laughs> it's two weeks, Bones. Correct. Don't laugh at me, Eddie. How did you know that? Because I know these things. Morgan, letters that aren't vowels are called what? Consonants. <coughs> Am I, did I say that right? Yeah. She said that, right? Consonants. Con- con- Consonants. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> Come on, guys. Don't be picky. I'm looking at Mike here. She knows it. She just said it wrong. If yeah. we penalize sayings, we'd never... Okay. Amy would never get anything right. Consonants. <laughs> I mean, Consonants. Someone, okay. someone is... I mean, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this yeah. guy is on edge over yeah. here. <laughs> he is on edge. He is... I mean... Dude, we need, we Amy, need Morgan. Come what's on. what's the capital of Canada? Correct. <gasps> what wow! On earth? I didn't know that was the capital. That's amazing. Ottawa? Is that the only city you oh. knew? Oregon. What's the only state that starts with the letter? Cities. Guys, what's the only state that starts with the letter L? Louisiana. Correct. Got a girl. Good job, Morgan. Morgan and uh, Amy, in 1969, who became the first man to step on the moon? Neil Armstrong. Correct. <laughs> Morgan, who directed the movie that was before you were born? Oh, boy. Jaws. I don't know. I wasn't alive. Oh, man. Who directed the movie Jaws? What's his name? 
I'm looking for a name that I don't even know. Steven Spielberg. Correct. Oh! <laughs> yes! What is going on? Come on! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> wow. Okay, Amy, not counting jokers, how many cards are there in a standard deck of playing cards? Not counting jokers. Okay. Hold on. Time? Answer. Answer. 24. Incorrect. I don't know. Come on, Morgan. I don't Come know. on, Morgan. Morgan. You got this. Your you final this. question. It's your worst category. Wait, he's got oh, to be boned. It's your worst category. Oh, yeah. Uh, not yet. Not yet. She has to get it right. Oh, right. Morgan, you are well, so we'll smart. We'll boner for now. Yeah, boner now. She can be on You've been boned. Well, what is it? 52. Fifty-two, Morgan. I need to play more cards. <laughs> What's your hardest category? You think? Geography. It's geography. Lovely. Mm-hmm. This is great for me. You're what? so smart. Whoa. The Andes oh. Mountains. Okay. Yeah. If, do you have any idea where they are? I no, say that. I okay. don't. What continent are the Andes Mountains on? <sighs> oh man. Okay. The Andes Mountains. I don't believe they're in North America. And I don't think they're in Australia. And I don't think... Nah! Answer, please. Europe. Incorrect. South America. Let's go! Yes! Dang, that was close. I knew when I saw that, because I don't pick the order of the questions, I knew when I saw that come up, that was going to be a tough one for. Amy, which fish is known for not having any brain or heart? Jellyfish. Correct. Wow. <laughs> Come on, Morgan. Morgan, what part of the body would a podiatrist work on? Your feet. Correct. What yes. in the world? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Morgan. <laughs> oh, your turn at geography, Amy. Oh, no. What continent contains the most countries? <clears throat> at least with these, you have a chance because only seven continents. <laughs> right. And you can mark off Antarctica, right? <laughs> right. So it's what continent contains the most countries? Okay, it's either Europe or Africa. I think. Gosh, Africa has a lot. Kenya, South Africa, Europe is a lot too. Africa. Correct. This is bananas. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is bananas. It leads to the next question. What's the largest primate in the world? Primate. Is that your answer? Yes. That's correct. Yes. What? What? Oh, what? I don't even know what a primate is. This let's is go. this is Wait, guys. see, but Lunchbox saying he doesn't know what a primate is. Well, that's Do you feel Lunchbox. like bananas is no. a no, hint for like no a chance. Did you know what a primate was? Yes, I knew they were in the monkey category. A yeah, primate. Of course. Well, not of course Lunchbox. Come on, Amy. <laughs> that's Lunchbox. <laughs> but I said it before the question was even asked. Alright, here we go. Amy. If an animal is close to extinction, it's also known as what kind of species? Endangered. Correct. <laughs> Can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> we, need, we need an intermission. This is crazy, dude. Morgan. Yeah. 
How many years are there in a bicentennial? A bicentennial. In a bicentennial. A thousand. Incorrect. So. <laughs> All right. In a bicentennial, there are 50. 200. Oh! A centennial is 100, and a bicentennial is 200. Oh, I thought it was half. And now, our there new champion. Is. Put it on her head. I'm coming. Wow. Good run. Wow. He's putting it on her head now. She's now wearing the tiara. Oh. The first ever non-Eddie champion. What do you want to say, Amy? I mean, that was pretty intense. Yes. I'm super proud of uh, Morgan and Lunchbox and, well, myself. There you go. There she is, our champion. Oh, nice wow. job, our winner, Amy, everybody. Want better skin from your body wash? Try Olay Body Wash with skincare super ingredient collagen. Olay Body Wash hydrates for healthier looking skin in just 14 days. From dry and dull to firm and radiant, with Olay Body, you feel fearless in your skin. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bobby Bonchon. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Morgan Wallen released a new song called Don't Thank Jesus. Nico Moon shared a new song. It's called Easy Tonight. I just wanna raise one up. It's going down easy. And Ingrid Andrus released a new song called Good Person. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Dallas, Texas. Two roommates were sitting in the living room when they started discussing, oh, there's a mosquito, watch out. And he's like, no, that's not what a mosquito looks like, a mosquito. And they get in an argument over what a mosquito looks like. Yeah. So the 43-year-old man gets mad because he doesn't agree with the other guy's opinion, pulls out a stick, and starts beating him over the head. And he had to get a couple stitches. So, but was it a mosquito? Did they get a picture? Because I definitively need to know. Yeah, Could no, be a fly. It, 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 they didn't say if it was a, a mosquito gnat, or a gnat or a fly, but they said that the one guy was upset with his opinion about a mosquito, got a stick, hit yeah. the roommate right. over the head. Did you guys see the guy that had the stick? Was a cane? There was a sword oh. inside the cane at yeah. the airport. But he didn't know it. Yeah. He says he didn't know it. I don't know. I think he was trying to get on the plane with a sword. Well, yeah. It was a cane. Yeah, it was a cane. <laughs> but you could pull the thing out, and it was a sword. Wow. Right? And he was like, I had no idea this was in there. I mean, which maybe. I, if it was a gift. 15% chance he didn't know. So 85 he did. But I was reading the story and watching stuff. Mm, I, there's a slight chance he didn't know. Yeah, I thought, well, if you bought it at like a secondhand store or something. Because mm-hmm. once, one of my buddies had a switchblade and he hit the button and it was a comb. I had no idea there was a comb in there. <laughs> Those were awesome. See? Same thing. 
All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. On my interview show called The Bobby Cast, I sat with Cheryl Crow for an hour, and it was awesome. It was really one of the most fun, like, personally super cool ones I've ever done. I just, I just love her. I was a massive fan of her music. Her first album, Tuesday Night Music Club, kind of shaped a big part of my childhood when I was 13 years old, 14 years old. You know, and she has, are oh, you strong enough to be my man? And she has, all I want to do oh, come is on. have some fun. Yeah. Oh, and she talked about what song she hates playing, hated playing. It's just amazing. And so she was a school teacher. And she's like, I never really thought I'd become a rock star. Here's that clip. I don't know if I knew I would make it. Like, I've talked to, like, Gwyneth Paltrow, and I used to be very good friends. And even Stevie. I'm like, it's interesting. Did you always know you were going to be famous? Absolutely. Always knew it. Both of both of them. They always just knew they were going to be famous. I never in a million years. I would have been in the yearbook, like, least likely to become a rock star. Super nice person. Like, work really hard. Things will happen. And that was kind of what I thought. She was a school teacher. Elementary school. And wow. It's like, well, broke up with her boyfriend who they played in a band together I was like I guess I gotta go now and there she went never been to LA and she went to LA and it's just a crazy bunch of stories and the fact that she was in Michael Jackson's A group like the close circle because she was his background singer she talks about how she got the job wow. she talks about how she was like I saw some stuff that I mean it's all there really? it's all on the podcast check it out Cheryl Crow on this week's Bobby cast search for it wherever you listen to your podcasts loved it all right, that's it for today. We will see you Monday. Bye, everybody. Mr. Bobby Bones. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.